With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, this is Stormy Lee, a.k.a. Queen of the Southeast, a.k.a. one half of the Bonnie and Clyde of Professional Wrestling, and you are listening to Overthrow Podcast. It is episode 108, and we are talking WWE No Mercy. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 108 of the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I am Mike. Be sure you are following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. You can follow me. I'm at Derek, D-E-R-I-C-K-O-V-E-R-S-E-L-L. At WolfMike23. Also, be sure you check out OversellPod.com and check out the Amazon link while you're there. It's just shopping on Amazon like you already would. We just get a small kickback on anything sold through our link. There's no extra fees or hidden fees or anything like that. It's just you shopping on Amazon like you already would and helping out this podcast. Yeah. We had a pay-per-view this weekend, Mike. Yeah, and got another one another two weeks. <laughs> Man. But then, but then there'll be a, there should be a short break because then we're getting into like Survivor Series time maybe that'll help them get the attendance up for these shows man i mean it's not it has not been good at all um the attendance at these shows i think smackdown man i mean seats in the in the down by the ring are just they're vacant yeah like where the camera shoots all night and i actually saw something online like uh somebody tweeted a picture you know just showing how low attendance was and somebody kind of clued in on the seat filler thing because what they had said was like yeah they've got people filling in these seats here because i just watched two guys sit down and then other people came up and they had to like return back to their area so people are becoming wise the word is out you know well (laughs) you also there's an interview on the wade keller podcast with the i heard about that a person that may have actually been a seat filler so check that out uh, is from when Raw was in Raw. Raw was in Raw. It was when Raw was in Memphis, Tennessee, and Wade Keller had a couple of correspondents from the Memphis area on his show, and uh, one of them was a seat filler. So check it out. Uh, I think it opened a lot of eyes as to what WWE does to be sure yeah, their live shows. Are, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, man, uh, what'd you think of No Mercy? It was a good show. I thought it was solid. I'm I'm glad I can remember it because it was a pretty rough weekend. Uh, Saturday, I had to help some family move up to the Tennessee River, Uh, and that was an all-day thing. uh, Moving moving is never fun. Yeah, but got all that taken care of, recouped a little bit Sunday, but then Monday morning, I had to be at work at 4 a.m. So I watched the pay-per-view at about 5 o'clock Monday morning. Jeez. But I think I remember most of it, and I made notes so I wouldn't forget uh, I think this, from top to bottom, it was just a solid pay-per-view. Yeah, it was a really it's, good it's, show. It's one of the more solid shows they put on this year. And I'm not going to be one of those guys that, oh, man, Roman Reigns won. Oh, man, Brock yeah. Lesnar won. I think everything fit where it needed to fit. People when won is it who should? Needed, the people that won needed that needed to win won. Um, but I think overall it's one of the better cards. Um, let's, let's, it was good quality. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, kickoff match, I did not watch. Elias defeated Apollo Crews. I didn't watch it either. Yeah. So, Elias won. Okay. And Apollo Crews is still on the roster. Yeah. And, uh, is he still with, um... Titus Worldwide? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm sure Titus wasn't too happy about that loss. Yeah, probably not. Uh, but the main show actually kicked off with the Intercontinental Championship match. The Miz defeated Jason Jordan. Uh, good match, good match. It was a great match to start the show. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, Miz just continues this tour of awesomeness throughout the year. <clears throat> no pun intended. <laughs> um, and it, I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. I'm still trying to decide if I like Jason Jordan's promo after the match. What do you think? I didn't. You didn't. I like don't it? think he needs a mic right now. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, it. I know he needs. He needs some. He needs to get better with his mic skills, but uh, a time to try it out is you know is not a pay per view, especially after a pay per view loss, right? Too. So those two guys killed it though. Yeah. Um, I really like. I made a note because I loved it when uh, Jason Jordan did the the double Northern Light suplex, did the Northern Lights, and then rolled straight through it, never let go, and did it again. And that was just really, really clean. You know, that's a move that I always like to see. For some mm-hmm. reason, I love a good Northern Light suplex. It's yeah. not done. I don't think it's done enough. No, but I mean, it takes a lot of like core strength and athleticism to to be able to do that. Yeah. He's got the build, and you know he can do it easily. But so most Eagle probably couldn't do it. Northern <laughs> Light Suplex. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm just kidding, Mo. He's gonna come <laughs> at me on Facebook and Twitter now. But th- that transition of just doing that back to back was, you know, it was just pretty. What else did you like from that match? Uh, the match overall was just good. It was a good way to start the show. I mean, I know there was a kickoff match before that, but I mean, this barring that, you know, if if you weren't watching that, like, you know, like I didn't watch the kickoff match. That was just a great opening match. Yep. You know, good speed, get the, the crowd going, and it was just a really good match. Yep. And Next it went exactly like I assumed it would. Miz keeping it. Yep. Next match. Finn Balor defeated Bray Wyatt. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Bray Wyatt lost another pay-per-view match. <laughs> I actually read something online earlier it was like uh, kind of people's records of last year in 16. And Bray Wyatt actually had like twice as many pay-per-view wins as he did losses. Didn't seem like it. Or, I mean, or overall wins. not wasn't just pay-per-view. But, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, yeah. So he won he, a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Compared he won, to it. He yeah. won a lot of meaningless matches against yeah. inferior opponents. But when he tries to. But it just seems like every time we watched him, he lost. Yeah. Especially on pay-per-views. Yeah, but I thought they I thought they put together a good match. It was a good match. Yeah, I never get tired. Finn Balor had some new gear, you know, different yeah. trunks, new jacket. I was digging it. Mm-hmm. And uh, some I don't know if you noticed the uh, most of the cast from Glow was there sitting ringside. They oh, were, I did not. They were they were all lined up right behind the announcers' tables. You know, like the Spanish announce table and like the three or four that they actually have down next to the ring. They were mm-hmm. right there. And it seemed like a lot of them really liked Finn Balor. I can imagine it. I can imagine it. <laughs> but they they really seemed like they were really into it. They well, I'm were, sure they, that was awesome. I'm sure through going through what they went through on that show, yeah, it became they became bigger fans of it. And they're you know working on getting season two, starting to film that now. Yeah. So they're probably that, getting back into that ring shape. And I love that Karma is is one of the, is both yeah. an actress and. You know. She's one that I actually I don't know if she was actually there. Like she was the one that I didn't notice. But ah. you know, Allison Brie and you know pretty much everybody else mm-hmm. was there. Mm-hmm. But they they really seemed to enjoy it, and Did that we was talk pretty about cool to Glow see. On this show, yeah. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, we talked I, about. I it. can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember a lot. I watched this pay per view today, and I'm already forgetting stuff. Yeah, it's been, <laughs> it's been so crazy. Uh, but yeah, um, another Brett, solid outing by. Finn Balor, as usual. Now we need to start getting him involved in the Universal Title mat- match because he never got his rematch. That's probably coming up next for I, him. I would hope so. I would hope so. He's not going to win it, but <laughs> he'll get his rematch finally, and people can't bring that up anymore. I guess. All right. Next match. Uh, Raw Tag Team Championship. Ambrose and Rollins defeated Cesaro and Sheamus. Hellacious tag, tag match. That was a great match. That um, I, uh, Cesaro had his teeth pushed into his head. Yeah, and people didn't know that until after. Everybody thought they just broke off, like he had them chipped. But no, they got pushed back three or four millimeters back into his head. Which just sounds painful. Oh, yeah. But um, one of the spots I really liked in that match, um, Sheamus did the Irish curse or whatever to... Ambrose, and then Cesaro power bombed 
Rollins off the top rope onto Ambrose. Right. I was like, I saw that. I was like, golly, that is just vicious. But those are, I mean, obviously those are the the two best tag teams right now. Yes, easily. And I mean, you're you're always going to get a, an A plus match from Cesaro. You no, know? I agree, especially uh, even with if his teeth are pushed into his skull. Yeah. I mean, he still finished the match, and you know, and that happened kind of early in the match. I mean, he he went through probably three fourths of the match, at least half of the match, with his teeth, you know, closer to his brain. God, that just sounds painful to yeah. me. It just sounds so painful. But it was a it was another great match. Yep. Yeah. What else did you like from it? Do you remember? Uh, I don't really remember any other big spots in it or anything. Because I mean, the the Cesaro thing kind of distracted you for the rest of the time i mean mm-hmm. i know there was one point where it was shortly after the incident happened uh rollins gave him a super kick and you could tell it connected a little bit because as soon as it did just blood just sprayed across you know cesaro's face Ugh. yeah Ugh. bloody mess bloody yeah. mess but uh tag team champions retain right and we're gonna move on to the next match fatal five-way raw women's championship Alexa Bliss retained against Sasha, Bailey, Nia, and Emma. I thought it was a good match. Mm-hmm. I really did. Nia came out looking like a damn beast. Yeah. Um, Especially when she did the... I forgot who she had on her. But I think it was... It may have been Sasha and Bailey, or I don't know who it was. But she got two people up on her shoulders, did a squat, and then her Samoan drop. Yeah. It's bloody... Bloody strong, super yeah. strong. Why does it, it was bloody there? Yeah, I don't. It's Cesaro. I, I just finished. There was up, still blood in the ring from Cesaro. I just finished up Buffy again. I guess I got uh, a little okay. spike stuck <laughs> in my head there. Um, yeah, uh, I like the I like the win by Alexis. You know, because uh, she kind of pulled the the cheap cheap win out of nowhere, right? Yeah, I think so. And uh, just a great match for all four women. Really proud of them and. You know, I still think they should have held Bailey off. Maybe not had her involved in this match. Right. But they did, and they they just don't seem to care about but Bailey anymore. Nia was still booked really strong, and you know held her own. I mean, it took everybody to beat her because there was the one move I think where uh, I don't remember who it was outside of the ring, but Nia was up on the outside on the apron. And they were. She was going to try to power bomb her off, and then Bailey comes over to help, and then they were going to, tr- you know, both try to, you know, double power bomb her off, and they couldn't do that. And then Sasha and whoever else was still in the ring, you know, it took all four of them. They did a running like kick into her, and then power bombed her. And I mean, it took four people to take her off the apron. And yeah, that, that's just really, really strong booking. Yeah, yeah. I love Nia Jax. I really do yeah. right now. I really do. She's one. Of and my- then there's a bit of controversy about if you heard. During the uh, entrances to that match and the announcements, she was the only one that they mentioned her weight. Yeah, that's well, I think that's something they have been doing. And um, you know, there's actually people going at her on Twitter or going after him on Twitter, and she's like, I'm proud of my body. I don't, yeah, I, don't. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's something like she okayed because they don't do they don't announce the other women's like you know, weights. Right, so they, I'm pretty sure to get over the fact that that she's a monster, and, yeah. and and like I said, she's also if you um, follow her on um, Twitter uh, and other social media, she is um, uh, very proud of her body. Um, she promotes positive body images. And she's a former model. Yeah, I mean, she was a model before she got into wrestling. So it's it's great, and I think, and like I said, she defended the WWE use, saying that. Yeah. Um, so, go Naya. That's all I want yeah, to say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next match. WWE Cruiserweight Championship match. The Wh- one that shocked Whoa! everybody. Whoa! Enzo defeated Neville. Whoa! Swerve of the night, man. Yeah. That was nuts. I never saw Enzo winning that time. That's the one match that everybody knew for sure what the outcome was going to be. Neville was going to he was going to retain. It was just going to storm through him. You know it's hard to pull off a double turn. You mm-hmm. know what the WWE pulled off that night? Yep. A double turn. Yeah. That was very well done. Um, and it's hard for them to pull off surprises in general. Right, right. No one had Enzo winning that match. No. And it was a good match as well. 
Neville, I think, is one of the best performers they have right now in yep. the ring. Uh, and, and not only that, this um, this heel character has just really, um, the, really magnified a small part that we never knew he had. He can be a character. Mm-hmm. He has a, he has charisma and and. Um, like I said, kudos to them for going with the big shake up there and having Enzo leave cruiserweight champion off the low blow yeah. when the ref wasn't looking. It, w- it was the shock of the night, you know, shock of the week, month, really. I mean, like I said nobody. No, I, I, nobody. I would never have thought Enzo. Yeah, Neville was the sure win. I mean, you know, smart money. He's the one that's going to walk out tonight. All the other matches, you could be well, you know. Maybe this person will win, maybe this person, but that was the the one that everybody knew going into it. Yep. Anything else you want to say about that match? Uh No, that was really it on it. I mean, it was it was another good Neville match. And Enzo, you know, he hung in there with him and apparently they see something in Enzo to to put the title on him. Okay. Next match. Roman Reigns defeated John Cena. Holy shit. If they, if I mean, I never want to hear ever again. I never want to hear from a WWE fan say, well, New Japan's not real because they no-sell everything when Roman Reigns uh, kicked out <laughs> of a AA off the fucking second rope. Yeah. I never want to hear that ever again from a WWE fan when they complain about the false finishes and and the kickouts in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Never again. You're never allowed to mention to me ever <laughs> again. So that finishes that. We'll never hear any of it again. Never again. Never again. But other than that, hellacious match. Um, you know, it seems like Cena's going to be gone for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how he played it up at the end. Like, you know, yeah. even the commentators were like, is, is this the end for Cena? You know, what's he going to do now? Is... Is it over for him? Now, I asked you this. Was that match too big for No Mercy? I definitely think it should have been a big four match. I, survive, they could have held that off till Survivor Series. Right. But I think because of Cena's schedule, they couldn't. And they needed, some, they needed somebody to... I hate to say this because he already is, but to legitimize Roman Reigns. I mean, yeah, he yeah, beat Undertaker yeah, yeah. at... At WrestleMania, and he's had you know he's had a couple title runs and all, but you know for for most people, you know the, for the smart marks, you know Cena is kind of the the top tier of if you can get over on him, then you know you you really are something special. Uh, and uh, you know it's just funny the crowd is never going to give Roman Reigns anything because. Um, after the match, John Cena raises his hand, and the crowd boos. I'm like, yeah. come on, give us a. Come on, neckbeards. Yeah. Let's let's chill the hell out on ev- on just hating Roman Reigns because he just put on a great match. And um yeah, and Roman Reigns doesn't really have bad matches. No, he's I I cannot think of a bad match he's yeah. had this year. I mean, he's he's always solid in the ring. It's just it's the cool thing to hate Roman Reigns. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And uh yeah, it looks like uh I guess is his next is he going after, is he going to go after the title next? I think they're still saving that for WrestleMania. They've had that plan forever. So, I just don't think it's I don't think he's going to go after Brock Lesnar yet. They may start planting seeds for it, but that match isn't going to happen until WrestleMania. So, where do we go where does Roman Reigns go from here? Well, rumor-wise, apparently there's talking about a full shield reunion for a little while. Okay. And so that'll probably put him in tag matches. I mean, I think on Raw he was out there with the Miz, wasn't he? I hadn't fully watched it. So they might try to do a short program with him, but if you know, probably Shield versus Miz and Miz Taraj. I'm sure they can do a couple other things too. Right. Well, hats off to Cena and Reigns. I thought they delivered a hell of yeah, a match. Yeah, that, that was to me that was you know contender for match of the night. I think the tag match was match of the night. I do too, but, but I mean it was it was up there. Last match, Universal Championship, Lesnar defeated Strowman. It's the kind of match you expected, right? 
you know, just big move after big move, just seeing who could, you know, knock the other person down, basically. But, again, going back to, like you said, with Roman Reigns, some of the no-selling was a bit much. I I mean, like I said, I never, ever want to hear that shit ever again when they talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Because, I mean, they really booked Lesnar, you know, crazy strong in this to go through everything he did against Strowman and still beat him with a single F5. Yeah, now that is kind of weird. You know, it took how many to beat Roman Reigns? Yeah, I don't even remember. It took, who was it? But, I mean, it took several to beat. Goldberg. Right, right. Right, so we can't can't have Braun Strowman take, like, you know, three. It took three to beat The Undertaker, didn't it? So we can't have Braun Strowman... So so let me get this straight. One <laughs> F5 can end Braun Strowman, but it takes three to end uh, an Undertaker that's near the end of his career. Yeah. And I'm sure it took several, you know, barring the the 16 suplex match against Cena, but any other time he's gone against Cena, I think it's taken more than one F5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, so, I mean, just off strange. sheer size of Strowman, it should take... At least two. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, you know, Strowman is a lot bigger than Lesnar. So when he does his running power slam, you know, full shoulder into his gut on impact, I mean, I can see Lesnar kicking out. But, I mean, the fact that Lesnar can kick out of two or three of those and one F5 puts out Strowman is... I think the match should have went on a little longer and had at least another another finisher yeah. or steel steps or something thrown into his face or yeah, something. You know, maybe you know, he wore him down with the Camaro lock, didn't he? Right. And you know, a big guy like that, you'd figure chop chop the tree as well, so maybe go for like a couple of leg hooks or something like that. Yeah. You know, that's just me thinking off the top of my head. Or or you know what? You know, I'm going to tell you a move that's not used enough in matches anymore. Abdominal stretches. True. And like I, I tell you what else I miss: an abdominal stretch, where the heel, when the ref wasn't looking, would grab the grab rope, the ropes, and for a little extra momentum, a little extra leverage, right? Or grabbing like the manager on the outside. Of course, you don't have managers anymore, right? But yeah, grab. That is a lost art. Cheating. That's how you get heat, people. Put the abdominal stretch on. The ref positions himself to where he's looking at the wrestler. And when he you grab that rope and you really put the cell on, ah, right. ah, I mean, it's not that hard to comprehend. Now, granted, I don't think that would have worked in this match. And I'm, I'm just saying, that just hit, that's just right, a thought that came right. across my head. But I want to see, like, like, you know who would be perfect right now to start doing stuff like that? If you want to get... Um, Enzo over as a heel. Yeah. Put someone in a Donald stretch. Put and and use the ropes for leverage or the old. Remember when Ric Flair the figure four he grabbed the ropes for yeah. extra leverage and stuff like that. That is a lost cheating is a lost art in professional wrestling. Stuff like that is. I mean, obviously you know Enzo the low blow behind the right, ref's right, back right, and right, all, right. and you see some of that kind of stuff. But yeah, you don't see the the repeated cheating moves during a match. Not one that you you know it's not a move that. You, could possibly win the match, but just to get that extra bit of heat, you don't see that. Right, right. Why? Because they got to sell T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, man. Uh, overall, I thought it's a great show. Yeah. And and that's coming from me. I'm usually, you know, I'm typically I'm hard on the WWE, and even with you know, I, like I said, I'm not going to be Mister. Oh, I can't believe Reigns and, and and Brock won. I think they were the right winners that needed to go on. Those were right the now. two that had to be booked strong. Yep, yep. So I'll go. Uh, anything else on No Mercy you want to talk about? Mm, not. What do you think? What do you think of the Oscar uh, vignettes? Yeah, showing up at uh, Money in the Bank. TLC. TLC. That's what it was. Yeah, I knew it was one of them latter ones. Um, <laughs> but what do you think of the vignettes? How they're if she comes in and loses one pay-per-view match in the first... <laughs> I'm going to say... Before WrestleMania. In the first six months of her... First six months of her after her debut, if she loses a match in her first six months, then that's a failure. I don't care who it is against either. Even Nia? 
Even Naya. She's already beaten Naya. Well, yeah. But they don't cons- they don't really well, ob- stick with that. They, if from- they don't if they don't introduce her as undefeated and oh, yeah. undefeated Oh, they're definitely going to. Well, then that means everyone that means Nia Jax, yeah. that means and it's going to be interesting to see how they react to Nia. There's 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 a t- chance for a ton of great stories here. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, if she does it, if she debuts and loses a match in her first six months on the roster, that's a fail. I'm automatically going to grade them on failing, a failure in grade. It's understandable. I mean, I almost wanted to say a year. I mean that you know it's been over. I mean it's been what four hundred and something days that she was undefeated in NXT. So I mean that's that's well over a year. Right. I, I'm going to give them six months. If she loses that first six months, then they've already screwed Oscar over. I mean, her first loss should be losing the title in a truly heelish way. You know, one of those. You know, she's undefeated, and you know, she's held the title for a few months. And so, so you, and so, Scott Hall should come out with a cattle cattle prod, <laughs> cattle prodder. Yeah, but it would be Alexa Bliss to come no, out. No, with no, that. no, no. It's got to be Scott Hall. It's got to be that, Scott Hall. That's that's his thing. He breaks okay. undefeated. He helped break <laughs> undefeated streak. Like that's Scott Hall. Let you go. I don't like on the feet of streaks. Somehow he became Rocky. Yeah. With that. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. Chico. I can't. That's a, I can. Yeah, that's good It's enough. a very thin line when yeah. you're doing either a Sly Stallone. I never or, noticed that until just now. <laughs> it's a very thin line between Sly Stallone and, uh, and um, Scott Hall. Uh, yeah. Um, let's move on. Speaking of Divas, uh, or women wrestling they're still kind of considered divas i mean that's the easiest way right now i'm calling them women's wrestling. yeah but the uh ladies how about the ladies okay the ladies the ladies but uh there's a former which at this point was still true former wwe diva that they're possibly interested in bringing back yeah i saw that on um reddit they're trying they're, they want to bring back caitlin yeah she's apparently like announced on twitter that she's coming out of retirement after four years and Getting back in the ring and WWE now has interest in her again. Well, I, I hope so. I always like Caitlyn. Yeah, I do too. She just seems like someone like that would just be cool to hang out with because she like one of her things is she likes to um, drive to like um, when she's on the road. Mm-hmm. She likes to go to those gas stations that have goofy shit. Right. Buy like goof just the goofiest things like a hat with antlers on it. I think she bought one time right. at a gas station. So that's one of her things. But you know it's the WWE women's division, and they don't really treat those women like they should. They they deserve to be treated. Oh yeah. So, so where do we go from here? Uh, well, we can go to the controversy outside of Raw. Yeah, the Bullet Club invasion. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Um, Apparently, Vince did not at all. Yeah, they the, they sent a cease and desist letter to the Young Bucks for too sweet yep. and for suck it, mm-hmm. which petty Betty here, you know. They had no problem doing the same thing to WCW right. back in the day, but someone does it to them. By damn, I tell you, it's 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 very hypocritical. Very, 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 very petty, Betty Vince McMahon over there. Yep, um, he doesn't want any kind of attention. He doesn't want any attention dealing with, I'll say wrestling, even though he says sports entertainment. But anything dealing with wrestling, he doesn't want any attention drawn to it unless it's WWE. And I find it's just so funny. It it really is. Um, I like I like when they asked a couple of people in the crowd, "Did you pay for your tickets to Monday Night Raw?" Hell no! Like, oh my god, they are <laughs> really recreating this invasion. And you know, they they won't let Cody use Rhodes, even though his father came up with that name. Yeah, they don't want it because it's just such bullshit. Vince Vince thinks they're the biggest thing on the block anymore, but Cody. The Young Bucks, Marty Skrull, and the Bullet Club—they're raising an eye, and they're and, and to me, part of that is why the reason is the part of that is part of the reason why I think numbers are down at these shows. Yeah, you can watch. There's other wrestling you can watch that's actually better wrestling-wise, right? Because that let, let's face it, would you rather see? Mike, I'm going to give you an option. You can watch Hulk Hogan and Sid Vicious take each other on. Or you can watch, um, let's say, let's say Daniel Bryan and Kushida wrestle. Which match are you going to pick? 
Well, obviously, I'm going to choose Brian and Kushida. One, I was never really that big of a Hogan fan. I mean, right. wrestling-wise, I mean, you know, always fan of the character because, I mean, when Hogan was... When we were growing up, Hogan was wrestling. I mean, he was the one that you knew. He was always the good guy, you know, prior to NWO and O. But when we were kids, Hogan was what you knew wrestling was. So I've always, you know, loved that character. But if I'm one, I, I don't know if I've ever really enjoyed watching a Hogan match after I was, you know, there's, beyond there's, the age of 15, probably. There's one Hogan match I can always, I, I know I will always enjoy. And that's good. And I'd have to go back to WrestleMania six for that Hogan Warrior. Right. That for me that was, I don't know. For, that match still stands out to me as so much fun. And and Rock Hogan, that, yeah, era versus era was good. But you know today's fan, I don't think they want to see these big guys that can't work in the ring together anymore. They want to see guys like Daniel Bryan, like Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Like um, Nakamura, you know, they want to see guys that can work full matches and actually wrestle, and and, and that's I think that's part of the reason why these cr- that crowd attendance is down. Now, well, you can, I got into a discussion with someone on Facebook, <laughs> and I, you know, I said I put made my Facebook status um, whether you like it or whether you don't. Kevin Owens is the best thing going today. And this person, someone was like, well, that's, and that's why the attendance is down. Like, it, that has nothing to do with Kevin Owens. No. That has everything to do with high ticket prices. Like we discussed last week. Yeah. Yep. It has everything to do with not getting to, I mean, like during the Attitude Era, those shows were sold out because you knew every week you're going to see The Rock, Triple yeah. H, Stone Cold Steve Stone Austin. Cold. These days you're not guaranteed. Foley, Undertaker. I mean, right. every. These days you're not going guaranteed to see the stars that you want to see. Right. So, case in point, Memphis. I really wanted to see Braun Strowman finally live, and we didn't. I was kind of let down by that. Yeah. You know, Samoa Joe was another one, but then we did right. find out that he that was, was just an injury. Was, so I mean, you can't you can't help that. But right. Right. I don't like storyline wise of keeping wrestlers apart. You know. I saw what the meaning was behind it. They didn't want them being on the same show and have another physical interaction yet. They wanted to save that. I get that. And that kind of that kind of rolls over into uh like the NBA. Cuz NBA for a couple years now, they've taken a lot of heat because coaches rest players. And which isn't that big of a deal. They've done it for a while, but it started causing problems when they were resting players on like national televised games. Ah, yeah, yeah, I could see that. You know, that. like LeBron and a couple of people would sit out. I mean, and and I guarantee, I bet you those NBA tickets are a lot more expensive than a ticket to wrestling too, especially if you're sitting like courtside or something. Oh, like yeah, that. absolutely. So I yeah, I can get that. And I mean, like an in, in instance uh, that I've witnessed personally working with the Grizzlies was one time last season uh, when Cleveland came here and LeBron James, you know. Everybody comes to that game to see LeBron James. They don't care about who their favorite team is. They come to see LeBron James. And he didn't even make the trip. He was at home and because they were resting him. And there was two kids in the crowd that had this sign made up. And they had, you know, all decked out in LeBron James, like everything. And they found out that he wasn't going to be there. And they showed their sign and it was like, you know, we saved up our money and spent like $400 to get here and get tickets. And like, they drove like four or six hours. Like they were somewhere down in Mississippi and did all that, spent all that money and didn't even get to see the person they wanted. That's a shame. And that's kind of what WWE is like. Now you never know when your superstar is going to be there or not. Especially like with the raw universal championship. You don't know if you're going to get to see that title. Right. Week. You never know if Brock Lesnar is going to be there or not. Um, and, you know, you can go. You can come at me and say, "Well, it's blah blah blah. It's it's they don't have these indie darlings come in and blah 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 blah." And if you're an independent wrestling and you uh, independent wrestler and come at me and say, "Well, they have these indie darlings," then you just negated your whole point. You're an indie wrestler too. You want you would love to be where Kevin Owens is. Right. You'd love to be where Nakamura is. I, even though I don't consider Nakamura 
and Indie Darling because NJ New Japan Pro Wrestling is not an independent wrestling no. show. Um, but yeah, that's that. I mean, it, it's it's just horrendous. We're gonna get back on this attendance subject, but it, I mean, this is almost late WCW man. If they're not selling. They're not selling out these shows, man. It's it's bad. We, we know it's going to be bad, and they're going to have to start making up money when they stop doing the free month of network. Yeah, <laughs> for sign up. Oh yeah, you know that's and you know that's going to happen eventually. Oh yeah, too. it has to. Because um, I mean, at this point, I think anybody who's going to have the network has it. Yeah, you're not really going to get any new people. I mean, you may you'll still get new people over the years. You know, when kids start to get older and yeah, they when, talk to their parents and hey, can I get this? You know. Right. But I still think that's ridiculous that it's still any anybody new that signs up gets the gets it for free. <laughs> I just got a a couple of pictures from our friend Chris Hollister, him and uh, Ben from Trivial Warfare. Mm-hmm. They're at an NXT show. Nice. And I said I really I, I said um, I told him uh, hope you get to see Kor. He's like Kor. Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> oh, he's in my hope list too. Um, but hey, shout out to at TWA warm up Chris, friend of the show. You're going to be, uh, it's getting close. I got to start watching all the Survivor Series yeah. to get ready because I'm not losing to your ass <laughs> again. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, he's, he'll come on and we're going to do wrestling trivia here soon. I'm excited. Yeah. I, I like, and I like having Chris on. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a good guy. A, he's a good guy. And, you know, he's also a big gamer too, like us. All right. He loves Munchkin, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He loves all those games, too. We'll get him on and we'll talk some games. Yeah. You know, maybe one day we'll get to Florida and we'll play some games with him. Yeah. I'd love to play Munchkin with him. I bet I could get under his skin real quick. (laughs) Like you can with anybody. That's the whole point of the game. Yeah. You won a game of Munchkin, didn't you? Yeah. I won the first one. Because apparently y'all said whoever's first game it is always wins. Actually, we disproved that theory a couple weeks ago. Okay. Joseph played and we destroyed him. I actually that, was I this played. after I had played or yeah, yeah, okay yeah, yeah. okay yeah. I actually I actually won it was, it was all right it was you finally won yeah yeah you finally won you know they you know what WWE Munchkin could be a lot of fun yeah like any form of it I mean you could throw anything popular into that and it yeah, would work need, uh, ooh hey how about WCW Munchkin <laughs> really have some fun with it and have like have like because you could go really crazy and like have um the Yeti as one of the monsters. Or uh, basically anybody from Dungeon of Doom. Oz. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Was that um, was that Kevin Nash? Yes. Yeah. Oz was Kevin Nash. All right. Um. Yeah. Uh. Let's take a quick break, and we will be right back. This is the Oversell Podcast. Welcome back to the Oversell Podcast. Be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast. Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Derek D-E-R-I-C-K-O-V-E-R-S-E-L-L. At WolfMike23. Uh, man, uh, Mike, I got, I've recently saw some news on Reddit. Squared Circle, one of my favorites from Evolve, who's actually been on this show all ego Ethan Page is separating with Evolve. Really? Yeah, it's crazy too because I just think he want he had a big win for the tag team titles over there. So. I did see a picture he posted on uh, Twitter. He apparently was at a show with Kevin Nash. I can only imagine. I can only imagine what. Kevin yeah, I think Nash Kevin had Nash say. was just you know outside of the ring. I can't remember exactly what the picture was, but I saw that Kevin Nash even like liked the pictures. I mean that's. That's cool in its own, so you know, right? I want to talk more about this cease and desist letter. Okay. S- suck it and... Too sweet. Too sweet. And how stupid it is that the WWE thinks that they can regulate who uses that stuff, you know? Well, Which, apparently they have the... It trademarked or copyrighted or whatever it is for the the two sweet, and I'm guessing the suck it as well. The two sweet was the only one I, I read. All right, so let's say, let's say you really get to a point where you really want to sign the young bucks. Mm-hmm. Would they sign that contract? Probably not, unless they just threw millions of dollars at them. Which they're I, they're making more money now mm-hmm. on wrestling in Japan, wrestling at PWG. 
you know, wrestling on the West Coast. That's their side of the country. Yep. Which is why we got this Bullet Club invasion. Right, um, right. But uh, the Hot Topic deal for them is making them so much money. It's hard. They cannot keep a 2X Bullet Club shirt in stock <laughs> at Hot Topic. I want one, but I can't freaking get one there. Um, Have you tried online? Well, yeah, but... Yeah, okay. But when, when you want something, you just want to go to the store and walk out with right, it. I, right. I get it. I get it. So it's going to be interesting to see where this goes from them. Uh, I know they're both pretty hot on um, Twitter about it. And I think um, Matt Jackson, or was it? No, I think he has me blocked. The other one, Nick <laughs> Jackson, was like, if you say something stupid to me, you're blocked. And and it's that simple. All right. Like, All right. Stay okay. away from him. Um the one thing I did see, like, one of them tweeted was that, like, they were asked about it and they were talking about how, you know, they, what they did was really original and, you know, if people liked it or not, they're going to be talking about it for years, but it wasn't original. I mean, that's exactly what DX did to WCW, you know, 20 years ago, which is crazy to think is almost 20 years ago oh, when that man, happened. That's that's nuts. But... I just, I didn't get where it was original. I mean, yeah, I guess they didn't say the exact same words, but they didn't use a an army jeep to do it. But, right, right. I mean, the, the premise was the same same thing. It's just, it sucks because those guys were just having fun at a wrestling show. Yeah. Or sports entertainment show. And now they have to go through this crap with the WWE. So, yep. Did you hear about... Uh, Bubba Ray or Bully Ray. Uh-uh. Uh, it's questionable if his career is over. What happened? Uh, it was in a match, uh, Ring of Honor, and I think it was, was it Jay Briscoe, one of the Briscoe brothers, uh, hit him with the table. I mean, table was standing up and, you know, just slammed it down on him, on his head, and, you know, obviously it was supposed to, you know, hit him square on up here, but he just wasn't close enough and it was just the edge of the table just clocked him right here and then you know later that night i think it was may have been tommy dreamer uh but somebody was tweeting you know with in the hospital right now with with bubba and you know bubba's tweeted since then he's like yeah um, i'd like to say that i'm all right but i still don't know if i am and people Jeez. were asking if you know if this was the end, and he was like, "Honestly, I have no idea. This, I don't know if I'm going to wrestle again, and this is just a very scary time." Man, that is scary. Hopes of healing for you, Bully Ray. I mean, Bully like w- when you watch the the video of it. I mean, yeah, it obviously looked like it hurt, but it didn't look like it could have done that much damage. But as many you know shots as he's taken to the head over the years, you know, maybe that was that was the one that just broke him. Man. That sucks. Let's all face it. We all love the Dudleys. Oh, yeah. Everybody. And hate to see any person going through an injury like that. Yeah, especially you know, a career-ending one. I mean, granted, he's been in the the business for 20-plus years now. But still, I mean, he's still had years to go. If that is the end of it, I mean, yeah, spe- he, he's had a storied career, but it, it sucks to see it cut short if that is the case. Per Pro Wrestling Tees Facebook page, Los Ingobernables de Japón red logo shirts will be fully stocked in every at Hot Topic starting at the end of this week. Go out and support LIJ. Ooh. That's awesome. <laughs> I love me some Los Ingobernables de Japón. You just love that you can say that. <coughs> it took a long time. Thanks, mm-hmm. Fred. Shout out at Freddy Felt something or another on Twitter. I got <laughs> He changed his Twitter handle. And he doesn't oh, okay. Use. If he changed it, it's understandable. Let's see. Maybe he is Freddy. Freddy Felt 313. At Freddy Felt 313. Check him out on Twitter. But shout out to him for teaching me how to say Los Ingobernables de Japón. Uh, Mike, man, anything else going on big in wrestling you want to talk about? I did finally get caught up on uh, on Impact. Tell us what's going on. Johnny Impact, also known as Johnny Mundo or John Morrison or Johnny Nitro, even before that, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of like how he's doing that. That's just wherever he goes, change his name, but it's Johnny whoever. Something. Yeah. And apparently he's like, he holds like three belts now or something. He had a, there was a match. They showed uh, highlights of it on Impact uh, down in AAA. And it was a triple threat match. And like everybody that came into the match, or no, I think one guy had two titles and the other guy he was facing had another one. But like all belts were on the line. And he went through this hellacious triple threat match and, I don't remember the exact titles that he has, but I mean he's a he's a triple champion right now. One of those I don't know if they show it, but I know he's the Lucha Underground champion right now. Yeah, I don't think that was one of them, but Probably some sort of triple A championship. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, but three of them. I mean, he's wow. holding three or four different titles right now, and he's now going. The the match they're building up for now is he's going to challenge uh, Eli Drake. For the Global Force Impact Championship. Dummy, yeah. Yeah, I love Eli Drake. He's great. Yeah, all right, all right. Uh, they're doing a very interesting thing with uh, with Bobby Lashley. You know, Bobby Lashley is you know, wrestled for years, and then he's also actually done some MMA and been somewhat successful. Yeah. And in MMA, he trains with one of the, the actual, like, major training camps of American top team. Wow. And he's been with them for a long time and they've actually worked in American top team into like storylines and wrestling now. Interesting. Like at first they would just kind of accompany him, you know, out to the ring or whatever, but their head guy, uh, Dan, I can't remember his last name, but Dan and American top team, like the, the head guy there, uh, not, not Dan Severn. Right? No, not Dan, not Dan Severn. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did <laughs> quick sidebar on Dan Severin, I uh, just looking at random stuff online today. Dan Severin and one other wrestler that we know was actually in Rudy as just one of the the background like Notre Dame players. Okay, it was Dan Severin and Al Snow. Oh wow! <laughs> I don't know how I stumbled across that, but. That's weird. That's yeah. hilarious. I'm yeah. Because that's one of the Rudy. greatest. That's one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah. Yeah. It's up there. Yeah. It's up there. It's no. It's no Goonies. Well, yeah, but okay. Football movies. Yeah. 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 But uh, anyway, Dan with American Top Team, he's been coming in and kind of getting in Bobby Lashley's ear, and you know, you know, you can make way more money if you drop this, you know, little hobby of yours and come do MMA with us full time. And Bobby's kind of been going back and forth, and <clears throat> basically Jim Cornette is <clears throat> still there television-wise. I think he's done with them overall, but they've taped so many fucking shows in advance. Mm-hmm. But, you know, <clears throat> TV-wise, Jim Cornette's still there, and basically he said, you know, Bobby, you got to give us an answer. I mean, you've either got to dedicate it to, to Impact, or you've got to go MMA. And Moose has been involved you know Mm -hmm. it's like you know this is this is your family here you know regardless of what issues we've had because they feuded in the past you know it's like you know wrestling is this was your heart and soul and you know moose is upset that he's even questioning it so Cornette tells him you know all right look you got to give us an answer tonight and you know, you've got to go out there and you've got to tell Moose your decision, like in the ring. So he goes out there and Bobby Lashley says that, you know, he's kind of been talked into it and he's going to go MMA the full time. And then him and American Top Team all jumped your boy Moose and beat him down. Oh, no. Not Moose. Yeah. (laughs) So apparently he's done with wrestling, but you're not going to go out like that. He's obviously going to be around, but it was it's interesting that they... They brought in both worlds in this. I mean, Impact's done that before. Back when it was TNA, they'd bring in you know, Tito, like Ortiz. Tito Ortiz. Uh, uh, Rampage Jackson was yep. involved at one point, and they've always brought in other people. But yeah, they have a big fascination bringing in the old MMA guys. Yeah, because they've they had some ties at one point with I think Bellator, so they ah, were having okay. you know okay. the MMA fighters come in. But I thought it was a pretty pretty interesting you know way to bring them in. Quick update from TWA warm up Chris. Cassius Ono's Cassius Ono is there. 
So you okay. didn't get to see him. Gargano was there. He, they haven't mentioned Kyle yet, though. Yeah, okay. I really hope he gets to see Kyle O'Reilly. I want to see Kyle O'Reilly live. Oh, now yeah. that now that he's in NXT, if they come to Memphis, Kyle O'Reilly better be there because I'm yeah. going to stalk the shit out of him. That'll be. I'm gonna. You know, that'll uh, be one of the times where, like we were talking about earlier, you just don't know who's going to be there. Yeah, I'm gonna. You know. I, that's definitely. Um, Fish uh, will probably be there, but not right. <laughs> like, well, that, I'm going to be at the airport for when they come in. Be one of those guys. Yeah, no, yeah. I would never do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you're if you're listening, Kyle O'Reilly, I would never be one of those. guys. And we know you are. Uh anything else big in impact? Any word from on what they're doing with Alberto De Patron? Not yet. They were talking about last I had seen. And this was just rumors online. They were going to kind of bring him back and build him up to where he was actually going to feud with upper management because of the way he was treated after you know they were going to bring in the the real life aspect of all the stuff that got him suspended and he was going to kind of feud with upper management about that and being mistreated and you know come back as a, a major heel type thing uh but they haven't played any of that out on tv yet but like i said everything that was filmed was you know a month month and a half ago now and they've just kept finally catching up but there was talks that he would have some major match at uh bound for glory which is i think the first week in november okay Okay. anything else big uh they're doing you know with uh johnny impact coming in they've got some big partnership with triple a and they've been bringing in a lot of like big name or bigger name people that you've probably heard of from Triple A and Lucha Underground and all. Uh, uh, Tejano. Oh, Tejano. I like Tejano. Tejano came in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they've Taya. got, yeah, Taya Valkyrie. She's in now, a big thing going doing, right now. What are they doing with her? What is her What is her thing? She had a pretty good showing. Uh, there was a match going on with, uh, I don't remember who the match was, but basically prior to this, uh, Sienna and Taryn Terrell. Taryn Terrell just came back. Okay. Uh, they've kind of been going at it with Gail Kim and Allie, or Cherry Bomb. Uh, they came out and kind of interfered in a match, and Ty Valkyrie like makes her first appearance. She comes down to the ring, and you know everybody thinks she's going to help whoever's getting beat down on, and she ends up teaming up with the heels. So she's she's full heel now. She's had a couple good matches, uh, but now they're setting it up to where I think tonight actually it's going to be a, a six woman tag match. It's going to be Gail Kim, uh, Allie, and Rosemary, who is I think she's probably the best best knockout they have right now. I mean she's she's killing it against Sienna. Uh, Taya and I just blanked out. Who did I say earlier? <laughs> so, uh, Taryn, Taryn Terrell. Taryn Terrell. Yeah. So there's a big six woman tag on that. But yeah, she, Taya's come in and. What do you, th- what do you think of her? I like her. I she, mean, she, she's, a, she's one of those girls that, um, she can never, she'll never be a face. Right, she she is just really really good at being an obnoxious heel. Mm-hmm. You see and it on Lucha. She she's come week. in like an impact. I think she's she's come in as Lucha royalty. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's so that's so cool. I'm and I'm glad you're liking her too because yeah. I've loved what I've seen of her on Lucha Underground. But I would I'm hoping this turns out to be a, a Rosemary versus her like singles match at some point down the road because like I said Rosemary is just killing it. She's her character, just the whole creepy kind of, almost like a like a female Bray Wyatt. I mean, just creepy. She's got you know half her face painted. Sometimes, sometimes it's fully painted, and always just saying the weird stuff. And <laughs> now she just recently turned face. She was a heel forever, but she just recently turned face just because the, the fans. Whole, yeah, the whole well, the whole. <clears throat> Sexy star thing that went on. Well, that that helped it out, but she was actually kind of turning prior to that. But she's just funny because she's so creepy, and seeing that creepy gimmick as a face—that's when it starts to to get funny. Because you know, Allie, she's all like quiet and kind of almost mousy, 
Just, yeah. but like, yeah. just honestly, she's fucking adorable. <laughs> but, you know, she's always kind of soft spoken and not really sure what to say. But uh, Rosemary will just walk in and she was wearing a bunny shirt or something. And when they finally realized that those three were teaming up, she just leans over to Allie. She's like, I like you, bunny. And then walks off and Allie didn't know what to do. But. <clears throat> Cool. But it's going to be cool seeing that that six woman match because all 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 six of them women can can really put on a show in the ring. Very cool, very cool. Anything else happening big in Impact? Uh, LAX is back and doing a lot. They're right now they're in the process of just bringing back as many. Who is LAX? Uh, the Latin American Exchange, exchange oh, okay. with Conan, uh, Homicide. Okay. Uh, I can't remember the other two guys. But Impact right now, ever since their big switch over to where Anthem took them over, they've really just been trying to bring back anybody that they can get from like original TNA, but mm-hmm. not mentioning the TNA name. Gotcha. I mean, they gotcha. brought back... Uh, most recently, they just brought back Petey Williams. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, who was the other original uh, X Division star? Uh, Sanjay Dutt. Holy crap. Yeah, he just came back. Wow. Yeah, they're they're reaching back and bringing in, you know, uh, Gail Kim. She's still around, but she recently announced that, like, this is her last year of professional wrestling. So wow. she's... Cool. Yeah, she's she's going out after this, but yeah, I mean, Impact's entertaining. The quality, you know, production quality, you know, it's it's not going to be anywhere on par with WWE, but they're trying. And if if it's if you want to watch something other than WWE that does come on weekly, you know, give it a shot. It's I, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, they've they've got a lot of actual good wrestling talent. And, you know, especially with John Morrison being there now, you know, EC3 is always great. You know, Moose yep. never has a bad match. You know, James Storm. I mean, you've, the, the whole X division is great. You know, DJZ, I don't know if you'd heard about oh. him. Uh, he's another one of the, the X division type guys. But apparently it was a few months back. He was in Mexico and actually got robbed and, like, stabbed oh jeez i mean he had to have like surgery and they didn't know if he was going to survive and he made his in-ring return like last week and he he really came back from it i mean he literally almost died wow but he's always been a great one in the ring too it's cool well check it out folks you know um what channel are they on uh, right now they're on Pop. Okay, still on Pop. Every Thursday night. And you still got and you got New Japan Pro Wrestling running on um what's that channel called? Axis. Yeah, Axis. You still got that running on Friday nights, I think. Mm-hmm. Um so plenty out there wrestling out there. I wish we could, I I wish there was more time in a day so I could watch more and we yeah. could cover more. It's just suddenly it's, so much. <laughs> one more thing about Impact that I would have never thought I would have said. Josh Matthews. Mm-hmm. He's been you know, they're one of their, commentator yeah, or something. They're their color commentator for a while. He is probably one of the greatest color commentators. Really? Okay. He he's great at, you know, selling himself, you know, as being the real cocky and and just better than everybody else. I mean, it's it's like it comes natural to him. And that's kinda hard to believe if you remember him from like, you know, Tough first enough. season of Tough Enough and right. just being the little guy and you know, you never thought he would. He just had the heart of gold and just wanted to be in the business. But you know, he he plays that heel commentator just perfect. That's cool. It, it's great to just sit back and listen to him. Well, as we like to end every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So, Mike, I ask you, who is your Superstar of the Week? <laughs> going out. I don't, I don't know now. <laughs> uh. I've got, I've got to have two. Go ahead. Cesaro. Yeah. For yep. continuing that match with, like I said earlier, with his teeth a lot closer to his brain. And Alexa Bliss. Okay. She pulled it off against everybody. Ready for a first? Yes. My superstar of the week is Roman Reigns. All right. That's who I had last week. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that's the first. That may be... 
No, actually, I think that's the second time I've ever picked Roman Reigns as my superstar of the week. Folks, that's going to be it for this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for subscribing. That's the easiest way to get to this podcast is to subscribe on iTunes and wherever podcasts are available. While you're there on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Folks, you've been listening to the Oversell Podcast! With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.